the Bible Study Podcast, episode 767. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues our study of the minor prophets as we start the book of Nahum with Nahum chapter 1. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Let's talk about the book of Nahum. A Prophecy Concerning Nineveh, the Book of the Vision of Nahum, the Elkushite. All that is saying is that Nahum is from the village of Elkosh. He is an Elkoshite. And you can still go to a village called Elkosh in northern Israel, right near the Lebanese border, which is placed in a region. It's a small farming village that is thought to be the rough region where the prophet Nahum is from. And it continues, the Lord's anger against Nineveh. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his foes and vents his wrath against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger, but great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is the whirlwind and the storm and clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and dries it up. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither and the blossoms of Lebanon fade. The mountains quake before him and the hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence, the world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured out like fire. The rocks are shattered before him. The Lord is good a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him, but with an overwhelming flood, he will make an end of Nineveh. He will pursue his foes into the realm of darkness. Whatever their plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Trouble will not come a second time. They will be entangled among thorns and drunk from their wine. They will be consumed like dry stubble. From you, Nineveh, has one come forth who plots evil against the Lord and devises wicked plans. This is what the Lord says. Although they have allies and are numerous, they will be destroyed and pass away. Although I have afflicted you, Judah, I will afflict you no more. Now I will break their yoke from your neck and tear your shackles away. The Lord has given a command concerning you, Nineveh. You will have no descendants to bear your name. I will destroy the images and idols that are in the temple of your gods. I will prepare your grave, for you are vile. Look there on the mountains, the feet of one who brings good news, who proclaims peace. Celebrate your festivals, Judah, and fulfill your vows. No more will the wicked invade you. They will be completely destroyed. Now, this is one of those interesting books in the Minor Prophets where it is not a prophecy against Israel and Judah. And as I said, that is exceedingly rare here in the Minor Prophets. God is mostly talking to the people of God. And we've seen a couple examples where God does something else. The most obvious one is the other book that is talking about the people of Nineveh, and that is the book of Jonah, um, probably much better known than Nahum. But Nineveh was at one time the big the big bully on the block. Nineveh is the capital of the Assyrian Empire. 
And so Nineveh or Assyria will take the northern kingdom of Israel off into captivity and they will never be heard from again, but they themselves will be destroyed. And we know that there are a number of things outside the Bible and texts and in extra biblical texts that talk about Nineveh. But we know that by the time that Herodotus, for instance, the great uh, Greek historian writes, Nineveh is a thing in the past. This is by 400 BC and that the whole place had been abandoned. We don't know exactly when it was devastated, but roughly about 612 BC and by the Babylonians. And so the Babylonians rise, the Ninevites and the Assyrians fall. And that's why, for instance, in between the taking away of the northern kingdom and the captivity of the southern kingdom of Judah, it's one is done by Assyria and the next by Babylon because Babylon has will take over uh, that region. And so Nineveh is going to be destroyed. And so Nineveh won't be destroyed until they have done some destroying against Israel. But God is going to destroy Nineveh, and that is what the prophet here is telling them. But also, unlike Jonah, who is sent to Nineveh, to proclaim to them that they will be destroyed and they repent, which no, which when we get to the book of Jonah, which we'll probably skip it when I get to there because we've talked about it before on this show. But Jonah is mad that Nineveh gets forgiven because they're the bad guys. They're the enemy. He doesn't want Nineveh forgiven. He runs away not because he's afraid to go, but he's afraid that God really will repent from his destruction. And he wants to see Nineveh destroyed. And so this news here that the Lord is angry against Nineveh would be good news for those in Israel, those in Judah, bad news for those in Nineveh. And so it talks about here the powerfulness of God, that God is a jealous God, God is a vengeful God. And it's interesting because it also says that God is slow to anger, that God doesn't, again, always want to punish, that God loves mercy, as we talked about in the last two episodes. But when roused, remember that God is powerful, and God is still powerful today, and God is still slow to anger today. But we don't want to be standing before an angry God, because God is powerful. And so the prophet here talks about the seas drying up, the rivers running dry, the blossoms fading, earthquakes and all of these things, fire, rocks shattering, but then says, but wait, but God is also good. God is powerful. God is vengeful. God will make sure that justice eventually happens, although probably not as fast as we would like, but also God is good. God is a refuge in times of troubles in caring for those in who trust in him. And so it's interesting how it jumps back and forth between these two characteristics of God. But he's talking about, when I deal with you, Nineveh, trouble won't come a second time. I'll be done with you. I'm going to deal with you once and for all. Because people are coming from you who plot evil against the Lord. And therefore, although you have lots of allies, although you're powerful, although you have afflicted Places like Judah, God is going to break their yoke from Judah. God is going to free Judah from Nineveh. And you will have no descendants to bear your name. Destroy your images, your idols, and your temples. 
prepare your grave, for you are vile. That is not something you want God to say about you. Uh, Certainly not something I want God to say about you, nor me. But God is going to do something here with some finality. Nineveh will be destroyed, never to rise again. And in that context, we have probably the best known verses in this particular chapter, which is, look there in the mountains, the feet of one who brings good news, who proclaims peace. And there's a lot of not peace in the first 14 chapters here, but the peace here is, remember you are being invaded, Judah, but they're going to stop. This is, imagine if you will, if this were written to um, Ukraine in our current situation here where Russia has invaded Ukraine and God says, I'm going to deal with Russia and I'm going to destroy them and you will have peace. It's that kind of peace. It's the peace because the enemy that has been terrifying you, the enemy that invaded you, is going to be completely destroyed. Not likely how the Ukrainian war is going to end, Uh, But that's how it would feel to the people of Judah in this particular time. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Now in his shows, he would say, that Pat Boone, he's so religious. I shook hands with that boy the other day. My whole right side sobered up. <laughs> and and I would repeat that in my act, and I said, you know, it did. And then I'd go ahead and sing my song. Pat Boone shares some of his incredible life story on The Walk, a podcast for worshipers. Join us weekly to hear conversations and devotionals from the artists of the church. The Walk can be found on lifeaudio.com, worshipleader.com, or your favorite podcast platform.